having peace of mind with your money does not have to be hard. You just need the right mindset, tools, and system in place to help you get there. Welcome to Wise Up With Your Money. My name's Becky. I'm a financial coach and owner of FamilyWise Financial Coach, where I am dedicated to help your family stop worrying about money so you can start focusing on the things you love. And in each episode, I'll dive into money mindset topics and tools you need to push you forward in achieving your money goals. This is Wise Up With Your Money. Hey, so I love that you are working hard on your money journey. I love that you are taking action where maybe you are trying to get your spending under control for the first time in your life, or maybe you are paying off your first credit card and you are so motivated to do that. I love it. But before you use all your extra money to put towards, you know, paying off your credit card, there is one thing you need to have in place beforehand, okay? Trust me, it's worth pressing pause on paying anything off, whether it's your credit card, your student loan debt, like it's worth pressing pause on paying those things off because this one thing that you need to have in place will give you peace, security, and stamina to keep fighting hard on your money journey. Welcome back to Wise Up With Your Money. Today, we are going to give you peace of mind with your money by completing this first step you have to do in your money journey so that you don't yo-yo in and out of debt, which I have seen time and time again with other clients and family members. And all of that can lead to stress, scrambling, which is not necessary, and burnout. Now, if you are just starting out in your money journey, I know how you are feeling right now. I know all the feelings and emotions you're experiencing. You're experiencing probably excitement and you're nervous because money is still tight right now, but you know you want to get better where you start having a cushion with your money instead of living paycheck to paycheck and you want to start building wealth. So I know where you're at. I know you're nervous and money is still tight right now, but you want better things for your money and your life. I know how you feel in this situation because I have been in your shoes. 10 years ago now, we, me and my husband, were living paycheck to paycheck and our money was extremely tight. And don't worry, I'm not going to dive into all the details on our money journey, but if you want the details, you can go check them out in my story, which is episode one. But long story short, we had a plan, okay? Like we found a plan and we started to budget and we were so determined to start paying off our debt so that we could get our money back in our control, okay? We were just so motivated. But before we could really start putting all of our extra money towards our debt, we did need to fund one thing first, thanks to Dave Ramsey. Like he told us to do it. That's the plan we were following. And so we had to fund one thing first, which to be honest, was a really boring thing to save for, where I'd much rather have been paying off debt so that I could just, you know, like a to-do list, just kind of cross it off. But looking back now, I know that it was so worth it as our first step. So what was our first step? What did we need to fund first? We needed to fund an emergency fund. 
I know, trust me, I know, the emergency fund is the least fun thing you will save for in your money journey. Why? Because you are saving for nothing in particular, really. It's not like you're saving for a down payment on a home, which gives you joy and just hope as you save for it. And you're not really saving for a fun vacation you're planning to take. Those, those things sound fun. And I mean, that would definitely motivate me to keep finding extra money and put it towards, you know, those things. But... An emergency fund is a vital first piece you need on your money journey because you never know when something unplanned is coming. So you need to save for uncontrollable events and uncontrollable expenses that hit you before you do anything else in your money journey because that that fund is going to give you breathing room. It it's going to give you a cushion that makes you feel a little secure and safe where you don't have to scramble to pay for something if it comes your way. You'll have some cash just to pay for it using your emergency fund and then you get to keep moving forward in your money journey. Doesn't that sound nice? Now, you may be thinking, nah, no, I just want to pay off a couple credit cards first because they are stressing me out. Maybe you used them for something that you just emotionally need to get rid of. And then you'll circle back and save for that emergency fund that I'm talking about. Mm, well, if this is you, I'm telling you, you really do need to save an emergency fund. That needs to be your first step, okay? Why? Well, I mean, there are so many reasons, but let me sum it up in one number. 2020? You know, does that ring a bell? Not a single soul on this earth knew a pandemic was coming, am I right? And I mean, we are still really not out of the woods. But if you need a reason to have an emergency fund, 2020 is the best thing I got for you. Like it's the most relatable thing that anyone in this world can relate to because we all got hit by it out of nowhere. No one saw this coming. But if that's not enough, well, let me just tell you about how last month went for me. Because even when life feels like it's getting back to normal, emergencies still happen, okay? So my husband was gone for two weeks traveling for work last month. And to us, that's not really a big deal because he was in active duty military for 10 years. So we can handle two weeks without him. Guess what, though? Guess what always happens when he travels? Yep, emergencies. But this particular trip, this one hit us really hard with emergencies, okay? So it first kind of started with me and the kids catching a cold. And no, my husband didn't ever catch that cold. It was just me and the kids. And thankfully, they were just colds. There was no COVID. Like, we got better. And my son did develop an ear infection, which made him pretty fussy. But overall, we were okay. So that was one thing. And then I had severe back pain out of nowhere. Like, I, I didn't do something where I pulled my back. It just came out of nowhere. So I had to go to urgent care. And then I ended up in the ER because they thought I had kidney stones. So they wanted me to get a CT scan and just make sure everything was okay there. And thankfully, my symptoms are now under control. But those medical bills, I'm sure are going to be hefty. Like those are going to be emergencies, right? Like I didn't expect to go to the ER, right? 
oh, and wait, there's more. Like my husband was still gone just in this two week span. So not only did we deal with all of us having colds, me having unexplained back pain and trips to the doctors that we're going to have to pay for. Oh, no, no. We had a triple whammy of emergencies this time while Kyle was gone because I was in the basement one night. And guess what I started hearing? I heard water dripping, like a fast drip, like do, 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 do. I'm like, oh no, that's not good. And it was in two different spots of a pipe. And of course, it's 9.30 at night. So this is something I really did not want to deal with at that time. But, you know, I got two buckets for the dripping water. And then I went to the first floor to see where the heck it was coming from. So it turns out we had a kitchen sink plumbing issue that was probably going on for a while because it was so wet under the sink and the board underneath was all warped. So I called the plumber the next day and yeah, that cost 350 bucks to fix just out of nowhere. So it was a very busy two weeks without my husband with lots of emergencies and unplanned expenses, okay? And that was just a matter of two weeks while my husband was out of town. So trust me, you need a plan for emergencies because emergencies don't care who you are and they're going to hit you. Like, it's not a question of if they will happen, it's a question of when. So now that we know that emergencies are going to happen in my life, in your life, it doesn't matter. They are going to happen. So now that we know that, it's that time on the podcast where I need you to bust out your notebook or your computer or whatever and start taking notes because it's time to take action so you can provide a buffer and breathing room for your family and start having peace with your money. Because having an emergency fund will give you a secure feeling, okay? So how do we plan for emergencies, right? Like, what do you do? How much do you save? Well, we are diving into those questions right now. So get your notebooks out. So first thing is first, you need to open up a separate savings account and label it emergencies. Like I want it to be nice and clear. The label is so important because you will know exactly what that savings is for. So you won't accidentally spend it on new appliances or you won't think it was meant for a down payment or to use it towards, a, you know, a nice wedding gift for your brother. No. We make an account for emergencies, we fill it with money, and then we don't touch it unless it's for, yep, you guessed it, emergencies. Okay, I'm really glad we were clear on that. And when you open up a new savings account, and yes, it's just a simple savings account that you can easily have access to in case you need to use it for an emergency, just do me a favor and make sure there are no minimum amounts to open that account and make sure there are no transfer fees, okay? So if you look in your bank and there are minimums and there are transfer fees, you can look into other banks for a separate savings account. Like Ally Bank is an online bank. And I know for a fact that they don't have minimums or transfer fees, okay? So just kind of look around and make sure you open an account where there are no minimums and transfer fees, okay? 
Okay, so that's step number one. So you've created the account. Well, now you need to fund it. And the question everyone always asks is, okay, how much do I need for emergencies? Like, what's the goal? How much is good enough for unplanned expenses? Right? Like, I'm sure that's on your mind right now. Well, I'm very similar to Dave Ramsey on this, okay? So if you have consumer debts that you need to pay off, like car loans and credit card loans and student loans, like if you have those types of things, then you just need a small emergency fund for now, just to start with, because it provides a small buffer while you are trying to pay down your debts and get more money back in your control, okay? So in this starter emergency fund, if you are paying off consumer debts, then your goal is to have $1,000 in your emergency fund. And I understand this is a small amount for small size emergencies, okay? But typically, those are the most common ones you'll battle with, okay? Like leaks, like me and my kitchen sink, that was 350 bucks. That would have covered it car repairs. And so anything that's a small emergency is going to be covered by this thousand dollar buffer that you build. And having the small emergency fund is a vital step that needs to come before you aggressively start paying off debt because having it will keep you working hard to pay off your debts because you'll have that thousand dollar buffer that you didn't have before. So it kind of gives you confidence and it gives you a little peace of mind because there's no scrambling required if and when an emergency happens while you're trying to pay off debt. Now, I say it's a vital step because if you were to skip this step, because I get it, it's boring. Who wants to save a thousand bucks for nothing? But if you skip this step and go straight towards paying off some of your credit cards, what happens when an emergency occurs, right? You're just going to end up swiping with your credit card and then you're going to go backwards and you'll just keep yo-yoing in this terrible cycle of like trying to pay off your credit card and putting money back on the credit card. And that leads to frustration and it leads to feeling like you make zero progress and you may just give up entirely on trying to be proactive with your money. So you need to have an emergency fund to keep your spirits up and your motivation high and have some peace of mind even when emergencies happen. Now, before I move on from how much to have in your starter emergency fund, I've got one more thing to say on it and it's important, so stick with me here, okay? So if while you are paying off your debts, you feel like your job isn't secure anymore for whatever reason, and there is a risk that you could lose your job, you know, like we saw in the pandemic, that's for sure. We saw so many people losing their jobs. But if you feel like you could lose your job, stop putting extra money towards debt, okay? So maybe you've you've gotten the $1,000 and you're starting to put the extra money towards debt, well, I want you to stop, okay? I want you to stockpile money in your emergency fund. So when you do this, you will have more than $1,000 in your starter emergency fund, which is okay, because you're just preparing for the just in case until you feel either more secure about your job or you end up getting another job. So once you feel safe again, then you can drop your emergency fund back down to a thousand and put that extra money towards your debt again and just keep grinding away and continuing with your money plan. Okay, 
So I just talked your ear off about the starter emergency fund. So if you are paying down debts, just make sure you have this in place first. But what if you are listening and you don't have credit card debt or student loan debt or other consumer debt, or you just maybe finished paying off those things? So if this is you, like congratulations, bravo to you. Like I'm really excited for you that you paid off all those debts. You are kicking butt and managing your money really well. But here's the thing. You still need an emergency fund and you actually need a bigger emergency fund. Like, you know, three to six months of expenses worth of an emergency fund. So the bad news is... It's not a fun step in your money journey because depending on which you are leaning towards, whether it's more like three months of an emergency or six months of an emergency fund, it's flat out boring to save for it because we are talking like saving 5000 10000 20000 like whatever it is to fully fund your emergency fund. It's boring, okay, because you're saving for nothing in particular. It's a just-in-case-I-lose-my-job fund, basically, where an, a major emergency happens in your life. Now, when my clients get to this stage, their biggest question is, well, which is it, Beck? Like, should I be saving three months or six months worth of expenses? And my answer is what makes you feel good? You know, like you know you best. So I mean, I could give you a number. So if I think your job is secure and you're a go-getter, I could say, oh, three months should be sufficient. Like that's fine. But once you save the three months and you still don't feel good, then you need to find the number that makes you feel good. Okay. Because this is your journey. You live your life. You know how like secure your job is. And even if it is secure, three months of expenses just may not make you feel secure. And you may still be scared of something happening and having this feeling like you don't have enough for the just in case. And that's okay if you feel that way. So that's why it's up to you on how much you need for a fully funded, feel-good emergency fund, okay? Now, a simple way to figure out the exact number you need to save is just use your existing budget, look at how much you spend monthly, and then multiply that number by how many months expenses your goal is. So if you want a four-month emergency fund, multiply your monthly expenses by four, and that's your goal that you're shooting for. So to wrap this part up, if you are saving for a fully funded emergency fund, you get to pick your goal. Whether it's three months, four months, five months, or six months worth of expenses, just multiply that by the total monthly expenses that you have and save for it, okay? So you have a separate savings account labeled emergency fund. And you are either working towards a $1,000 starter emergency fund while you are paying off your debts, or maybe uh, it's a bit more because you feel like your job is not secure, or you are saving for the big, fully funded, feel-good emergency fund between three to six months worth of expenses. So the last thing I want to talk about is uh, what happens when you actually need to use it, right? because you rarely touch it. So some people are very scared to use it when you need to use it. So 
Let's just talk about it really quick. What do you do when you have an emergency? So first, just make sure it's an emergency, okay? Because that's the only thing this fund should be used for. It's not for vacation because you overspent. It's not for Christmas. It's not for a home improvement project. It's for uncontrollable events. Things that you didn't see coming, like a broken washer machine, or leaking pipes, or unexpected medical bills. You know, emergencies. So if it is a true emergency... All you would do is transfer the money into your checking account, use your debit card, and it's done. So no scrambling required. Or, you know, another way you could do it if you prefer to use your credit card because of the extra points or the extra airline miles you could earn. So use that credit card, pay off the bill right away by transferring money from that savings account to your credit card, and it is done. Now, once you use it, though, you got to stop whatever goal it is you are working towards and fill your emergency fund back up, okay? Like, this is a crucial step that some people forget to do. Like, they're excited they get to use their emergency fund, but then they just kind of keep going with their journey and they're not ready for another emergency. So just make sure you fill your emergency fund back up once you use it. Okay, so I hope this was helpful to you, and I pray that starting today, you start saving for an emergency fund if you don't have one yet. Now, I know I didn't talk about how to fill the fund up, like how do you find extra money to fund this account, especially if this is your first step in your money journey and you are just starting out. Well, stay tuned to next week's episode because I'll be talking about how to find extra money in your budget, even if you feel broke, okay? So just leave knowing today that an emergency fund is truly a vital first step you need to take before you pay off your debts and before you set out for more fun goals because emergencies will happen. And if you want to start and have peace of mind with your money, then building a buffer or a savings cushion for an emergency will do just that. So save up your emergency fund and start having peace of mind and protection against emergencies that will hit you eventually. All right, have a great week and make sure you tune in next week where I'll be talking about how to find extra money in the budget, okay, so that you can put that towards your emergency fund. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you loved this episode and you want to hear more, then be sure to subscribe so that we can hang out again on a regular basis. That sounds nice, right? And if you want to accomplish your money goals even faster using one-on-one coaching with me, then make sure you schedule a free call with me at familywisefinancialcoach.com. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys soon.